to the next thing we, we've been harping on for weeks, uh, the Drew League Final Four. Me and Isaac gave our predictions last week. Um, Isaac picked um, Public Enemy, and I actually picked Black Prayer Elite, who actually ended up making the finals. However, we, um, you know, not really an unexpected team came out on top, but hometown favorites, DeAnthony Melton, uh, they, they have, um, they've had a few pros uh, step out with them, DeLon Wright, but ultimately their, their play um, put them on top and they became truly champions. What do you feel about that, Isaac? Hey, man, they earned it. They did their thing, played hard, went and got the dub, bro. But I, I thought Nitty was going to come out and do something. I thought he was going to do his thing, didn't even make it past the final four, man. But it's all good. But you know what? Like, I, I mean, I, you know, watching King of the Court yesterday, it sounds like nitty has been battling injuries. So, yeah, um, I did see, I did see on his hand he had, a, he had a little injury going on, a band, some bandage wrap. Yeah, but you know what? It is what it is. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. He hurt his thumb. So it, the deal is, it's just like that's why we play the game. Any given, any given Saturday, Sunday, whenever, we don't just play the game what, about what's on paper. We go and we play the game so because you never know what can happen, especially in a competitive league like the Drew. You know, it, it could be anybody's day. You could take an L at any time. So you got to bring your best, which hometown favorites end up bringing their best. And, you know, um, besides that, though, shout out to um, on top of the, uh, the championship, the Drew League also handed out their league awards this weekend. Um, with uh, the MVPs being, uh, they actually had co-MVPs, Chris Allen and Montrez Harrell. Now, um, Trez, you know, that no surprise from there. Uh, Chris Allen, former D1 standout overseas player. Um, what do you think about the MVP selection? Do you think that was a good one? Yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree with the selection. I mean, those are two, two main players right there who did their thing and showed what they could do. I mean, Montrez Harrell, I've seen him a lot. That's a, that's a big body, two plays above the rim. I, I'm not jumping with him, I'll tell you that much. No, absolutely not. I, I mean, I, I didn't get to play against him in college because I was hurt, but I seen him up close, man. He's a he's a load. Like, he's a force to be reckoned with. Like, right. he's – like, it's no surprise that he came in here and did his thing. Um, also, we talked about he's just playing. He's trying to stay in shape waiting for a team to call him to sign him. Um, so we we wish Montrez luck and Chris Allen luck in the future, and congrats to both of them. also want to give a short shout-out to Deion Wright, who our King of the Court champion from two weeks ago, who actually won most inspirational player at the Drew League. So shout-out to him. Now, speaking of our Drew League champs, we have a special guest with us right now, uh, a member of Hometown Favorites, also, former Magic Boy, D1 Hooper, and one of the bounciest dudes that I know. Uh, give it up to Chris Barnes, everybody. CB, what's the deal, boy? What's good, y'all boys, man? Man, chilling, dog, chilling. We just, uh... hey, eyes, I can't hear you. But um, CB, how you doing, man? You good? Good, man. You can hear me? Yes, sir. How do you feel? Uh, how's it feel coming off a of Drew League Championship, brother? Man, it feels it feels good, man. Kinda kinda feel just stamped in the LA area since I got me one kinda early. No, I feel you, man. It's some people don't really understand 
how hard it is to go out there and get a G League title. It's year by year. Uh, the teams, I would say at least the core of the teams kind of stays the same, right? And it's really competitive. We were talking about how, um, you know, any given day, you, you, can, you can win or lose, take an L. What was that championship like? What did you guys do to get the W? Dog, I feel like we just we just came out and uh competed. Like we was all we just um shit, we got there, so we was just like, shit, we here, so we might as well just go go try to win it. Because we was without our big man Tyrell Carter. So we was kinda going into the playoffs kinda like it was like iffy. But when we won our first game and we just seen how how like kind of well we was playing kinda without him, we still needed him, but we was playing pretty good without him. Then we just we just ran with it. Just, just play hard every game, just play together and just end up end up winning it. I love that, man. Um, so tell us a little bit more about your journey, man. Like I know we, you know, we used to coach you on Content Magic. Uh you, you played for you Team coach. Bayless. Don't forget, don't don't forget shout out Jared Bayless. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Bayless. No, nah, no question. Um, um you know, you played in college, you had a college career. What what type of uh, Where's your hoops career at right now? What are, what are you trying to? Uh, I'm waiting right now. My agent is uh, seeing for me somewhere overseas in uh, Asia right now. So I'm still still waiting on that. He said I'll probably be going like around, what is this, August? Probably like October, November. <laughs> so I'm still waiting on that right now. I'm still going to the gym every day and uh, just waiting on that. So for the people that don't know you, Get to know you a little better. Tell them what's the best part of your game, or the best few parts of your game. Uh, just going out there, playing hard, defending, and just going out there and being athletic. Yeah, exclamation at athletic. One of, best, <laughs> one of the best, one of the most athletic dudes and explosive dudes that I've ever seen in my life. So if you guys don't know, you got you guys you guys better recognize. I uh, appreciate uh, that, man. No problem. Yeah, there he is, right there. Back. Getting up right there. Um, now we're on the street ball show, so I gotta ask all of our guests. Growing up, who is your favorite street baller, or if it's currently or all time? Who's your favorite street baller? Street ball? I say hot sauce. Ooh, I wow. like that one. hot sauce. Ooh, hot sauce is a good one. What? Why you say and hot some, sauce? Somewhat per. Uh, I'll, I'll say Professor too. Them, them too. Well, what what stands out about their game the most that that makes you admire them? They just the flashy, just. Just the the they they uh they way to create create off the dribble. Now, um, you think that we we have our king of the court championships right now, one on one three dribbles. Do you think that uh, you if you were out there you could compete in that? Uh, of course, yeah, uh, no doubt. <laughs> oh, CB would go crazy, man. Don't play with CB. CB got a got a quick twitch. He's blowing past oh, that defender sure. off the three Absolutely. dribbles. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, hey, Chris, what are you eating right now, bro? Where are you at? Man, I'm out, I'm out doing Uber Eats right now, picking up an order at Subway. Oh, I love Look it. I you. love it. Getting his, getting his get paper. Sauce, getting his paper right now. I love it. Um, yes, you see, man, um, we don't want to hold you too much longer, but, you know, just before you go, just uh, give us some free game, something, some piece of advice that you could lend to anybody. That's that's watching right now, man. I'll just say, um, hold on one moment. Appreciate it. I got that sandwich, boy. <laughs> man, I'll just say, 
Uh, bro, I done, I done been through so much stuff, bro, just school-wise and just with life in general, just damn near, like, with all my, like, all my assistant coaches that recruited me, um, recruited me from all the colleges I done been to, I'll just say, damn near, control what you can control, just, I've been sticking with that since my freshman year, y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah, we got you. Yeah. yeah, uh just I've been sticking with that since my freshman year uh college. Just damn near control what you can control uh in your life. I love that. Right, right, right. Okay. I right, CB, we appreciate you coming on, man. Let everybody know where they can follow you. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, wherever wherever uh, uh, Instagram. So I think my thing is underscore Chris Barnes, Twitter, Chris Barnes, three underscores. There it Those is. my two social medias. Let me see that T-shirt, Chris. What, what T-shirt you got on? You know what I got Ooh, on, man? Magic on, boys, man. Always repping. Always repping. Hey, you need to pull I up know. to the crib or get some more gear, man. Absolutely. Hit us up. Hit us up. We appreciate you, CB, having you on the show. That's Chris Barnes. Thanks thanks for coming through, my guy. I appreciate you. No problem, man. You know it's love. Yes, sir. Sure. Have a good one, man. All right, All right man. You guys see um, Chris Chris Barnes just showed some of his um, experience at the Drew League. You know, just dropped some good nuggets about how to handle adversity in your life. So that was really dope. So now we get to move on. We're, we moved it up a little bit this week because it's a little special week. Um, we get to move on to my favorite segment of the show, Streetball Clip of the Week. Ooh, now, let's go with mine first, baby. Let me show my clip oh, of the week. Come on, man. man. Come on, come on. Hey, that man, Bionic, above the rim type of player. Look at this lob. Oh, my gosh. First of all, White Iverson is, a, is good at that. I've seen White Iverson throw crazy lobs, bro. White Iverson gets it to where it needs to be. But the way – this was low-key kind of low. This was low, actually, super low. Bionic had to reach below his belly button, pick it up, and then jam it. That was tough, man. Yo, that was the tough. way that the, – the concentration that it takes – not to mention, I don't know who that is under the basket that tipped that basketball to to jump Monster. up. Monster, that's Monster, right? No, no, no Monster no, no. didn't touch it up. But I'm saying that to jump up and adjust in the air like that, and then bring it back up and and flush it like that, is very impressive. Shout out to our guy Bionic Brooks. Um, you know, big in this media game, and just he's a he's a valid hooper, bro. So that that was tough. That was tough. Right now. My uh my street ball clip of the week, um, I guess it's not street ball, but it is because you know, like it was a crazy highlight from the EBC high school camp. We got my guy Xavier Edmonds on the wing, taking this guy a big body in him and putting him in the rim. You see, uh, X is six foot nine. Um, I wouldn't traditional big man, but you see, he got in his bag right there. I haven't seen. I've never seen him do something like this. He's getting more athletic. Look how nasty he is. And the thing that you don't get to see at the end of the clip, the guy that was guarding him was so embarrassed that he told the guys they got to delete it. <laughs> he said delete it? You told them to delete it? Yeah, he said delete it. Oh, right yeah, there, right there he goes. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> Bro, oh. I, I've never seen – because you, you we, we both know, like, X X has been on the chubbier side most of his career, bro. I've yeah. never seen him be this explosive. So – it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a really good, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a really good sign for where he's going in his career. I hope, I hope he puts it all together, but that, that's the nastiest 
highlight I've ever seen him have. So shout out yeah. to him. Yeah, Move, shout out moving to the, into shout out to the cameraman into, who caught it though. That was exactly. a big time catch. EBC. Exactly. That was at the top 20 game at the EBC High School camp, the inaugural EBC High School camp. Now, one of the things that makes this camp special is the um the the elements of street ball that that are incorporated in it. Um ran an open gym premiere in Anaheim, which you can see behind me, a place of employment. We have two competitions that are usually done in a street ball setting. King of the Court, which was um, which was won by a kid from Utah, and I'll, I'll mention his name later. And also, we have the Slam Dunk Contest, which was won by, by Solo Bailey, probably the bounciest kid in LA. No, for sure bouncy. That man Solo got some springs in his calf muscles because he gets up. Look, not, look at not, the cockback. And the one that's not pictured is his first dunk. He put like a ton of stuff in a backpack and then um, just went up casually and did some did a windmill or something with a with a 50 pound backpack on like this. This camp really got to showcase some of the best players in L.A. And uh, Solo got to show his, his springs. You know what? I would love to see Solo compete against some of these dunkers that that dunk for, you know, like like uh, Myrie Bowden remix or Kenny Dobbs. I think that one day he's going to be one of those type of dudes that's, shoot, essentially making money to dunk. You know what I mean? Right. And then um, King of the Court, um, all the game competitions, we really got to see some some of the best in L.A. really separate themselves. We want to talk about Tyrone Riley. We talk about Marcus Adams Jr., um, his younger brother, Maximo Adams, Justice Griffith people like that who are really some of the rising stars in the LA area. So it was a really good place to see all those guys in one place. No, EBC, I mean, it was year one. That was a great turnout, bro. A lot of good talent in the building. I was going from court to court watching every game. Somebody was getting dunked on every game. It was players going at it. It was a great turnout, bro. Who had the most impressive performance in your opinion? Um, it was tough, man. I seen a lot of seen a lot of talent out there. I would say uh, probably Maximo, bro. He's fourteen years old, six six. I saw him take off from the second hash mark, just trying to dunk on somebody. Like for a fourteen year old playing like that, he was going at Zaire too. Zaire's a six eight, really good basketball player, and he was going at his head he wasn't scared of nothing so seeing a 14 year old go out there and do what he did was really special to me so i'll give it to maxi i would have to agree um another one i want to shout out is kelsey phipps had 44 points in a camp game kelsey is not a offensive first player um you know we've seen him play a lot on the circuit with content magic he was our defensive guy some some games he didn't even score and to see him have a scoring outburst pull-ups catch and shoot threes, get into the basket, dunking on people. Like, that was really impressive to me. Um, now, before we move to the main event, we want to make sure anybody who's watching to click the start to follow and make sure to share this broadcast for anyone that would be interested in this. Even if they're not interested, send it to your mama. Uh, click the diamond, diamond props and support the culture. Now, the main event, we got king of the court, baby. <laughs> We got our guys, Iso Hove, Clamp God, 
and Cesar Salah. Cesar Guerrero. Now, as you guys, if for the people who watch it, they know ISO Ho ran away with the championship. In a Dewey oh, and some AirPods. Yes, Dewey and some AirPods. Game one Big was Iso Hove and Clamp God. And Iso Hove just kind of he really he he controlled this game. He he used his size and length and just used his physicality with uh Clamp God. And Clamp God had trouble from the jump. And it seemed like ISO, even though the game didn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily like a lot to a little, it seemed like ISO had control of this game throughout. Yeah, no, bro. I, I was real impressed with ISO. Like I saw him live the last week, but this week he showed me what he could do. He brought out his whole package, bro. He he came he came to get his money. Just that simple. You can tell that he he's like, you know, he's Jason Tatum's homie, and like you can tell that he's been doing a lot of the same workouts with this man. Like he's his bag is deep. You got the pump fakes the footwork, the step throughs, all that stuff as you can see right there, the pump fake to the to the foul. And he has a he has a step in jumper, you name it. Like anybody that's especially if he has size advantage, it's really tough to stop him at once. No, real talk. He he brought in a whole package, boy. And uh Absolutely. you know, I thought Clamp God was tough, man. He's he's really a strong basketball. He's a strong player. Like ISO shut him down. ISO did his thing. I was like, ooh, sheesh. That was crazy. No, no question. I, <laughs> I saw throughout. And, you know, this game was a little physical. I think that was the the theme of the entire one on ones King of the Court this weekend. Um, but yeah, moving on to the second game Cesar Guerrero versus Clamp God. And I was really surprised by the outcome of this one. Hey, but Clamp God was mad about Clamp God was mad about that L. He had to turn up because Clamp God turned up this game. I was like, oh my gosh, Clamp. Absolutely. Caesar had an off Caesar had an off game though. He was not hitting. I've never seen him miss that many jump shots ever in my life. Like it was it was crazy to me. No, I agree. Uh uh Bionic and Nitty were talking about how he was nursing an ankle injury. That that might have played a factor into this. But Clamp God just, even though they're the same height, he used his brawn and his strength to really affect Caesar throughout this game. Um, he started off of 7-0 and Caesar came back, but you know, coming back like that takes a lot out of you. And I feel like Clamp got really used his strength advantage against Caesar in this one. And he also had a lot of good and acrobatic finishes. As you said, Caesar was off, missed a lot of wide open threes, which is really uncharacteristic of him. So hey, but the way the way Clamp got ended that he hit him with the Trayvon and walked away like mm. no, that was that was player. That was super player. Super player. All right. Last game, Isaho versus Caesar. And much of the same. You know, Caesar started off strong right here. He had a 4-0 lead to start off. And but ISO just kept going and going and using this size advantage to, I mean, against Caesar, who's a little bit shorter than him. And I, I'd imagine Caesar with an ankle injury. It's really hard for him to play good defense consistently. Yeah, he was struggling a little on D, man. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I hope it was an ankle. I'm going to blame the ankle at least because I'm a Caesar fan. I love Caesar. That's like my big bro. And, yeah, he wasn't playing defense. I was kind of disappointed with that. But it's all good, man. He'll, he'll come back. I hope to see him out there again because Caesar's really a good player. I've seen him do some crazy things at the Division One level in college. Oklahoma, he was killing. At Fresno State, he was killing. 
shoot, even let's go back way before when he was a ball on the Balls Life mixtapes, St. John Bosco, Caesar Salad. Like, bro, I've, I've been playing against Caesar since we're like in sixth grade, bro. Always been a bucket, always been hard to handle on offense. But ones is a totally different game than playing five on five, as we're learning throughout these weeks. Um, hopefully, Caesar learns from this experience, um, gets to come back in, in coming weeks and, you know, adjust because, like, you know, being able to being able to dribble it down the sideline and size up and dribble and and get through stuff like that versus having a three dribble limit from the wing with no type of speed behind you, things like that. It's a way hey, different game. We got to talk about this though. Why are they zooming in on his face so? <laughs> he was locked in. He was hot. He was. Hey, bro, look at him. <laughs> hey, Caesar's trying to figure out, man. How am I going? How am I going to get this? this to this playoff, this king hey, of the court locked playoff. in. Look at him. I was crying at that. He was locked in the whole time. That's why I'm upset he lost because he was so locked in. Must have been the ankle, man. I'm blaming the ankle. I don't care. That's my guy, bro. Let's let's not let's not brush over this. How disrespectful do you think it would you take if you were playing against a dude and he came yeah. out wearing the Scully and the AirPods and then beat you and, and took your money? I need, we need to go outside in the parking lot. We need to go outside after the game. <laughs> no, no, that's, hey, man, that's why I'm kind of upset at that. I didn't think Steve would take that. I know he saw them AirPods would bother me. And Dewey with the AirPods on, that's like, bro, you must not respect my game. You must think this is a walk in the park or something. But, hey, ISO handled that, man. ISO must be like that. I got, that's why I respect that, man. He came out and he showed what he could do and he did what he could do because he does it. That's respect. You know what? Like the, I, I like how he says true to form because when he when he got to go to his interview after they asked him what he was listening to, and I saw Hove was listening to Jay Z, Hove himself. I I, I got I got to respect that. Yeah. Hey, he's he's locked in. He's committed to his namesake and to to go out there. Come to find out. Like, it's not just a look. He's actually listening to music the entire time. He's locked in. It's just like, it's like he's going, he went to the gym and he's running a mile on the treadmill. He's in his own world. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't, I wouldn't want to be distracted. I feel like the music would distract me. I don't know how he did that. Like, I want to hear the, the, like, you can't hear the whistle. And what if there's a foul call? I don't know. I just want to hear everything. I want to be in the moment. I don't, I don't know about the music. What about you? What do you think? Everybody's different, man, and it's one-on-one. -on -one. It's not like you got to worry about weak side or, like, somebody coming over to block a shot or to double-team you. You literally just have to worry about the person in front of you. So I wouldn't do it, but in this case, it is what it is. He got the W. I can't say nothing about it. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, you lost. you're right. No, you're totally right, though. If somebody beat me wearing AirPods and a Scully, I need their hands in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, was out. It, it topped off uh, when when Ty was wearing his freaking beanie that was falling all all over the floor. The school yeah. was kind of man. That was that was worse than that man. That was some 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 bold stuff. I will say Scully is a little bit more acceptable. People play in do rags, Scullys. Yeah, like and that. it's tighter. It's tighter. But the Scully AirPod combo. The, that's max disrespect. Like he's like, man, 
I'm not even worried about you right now. I'm listening to this whole album, like, and I'm I'm about to get I'm about to give you the business of ones. I'm gonna take this twenty five hundred dollars, and there's nothing you could do about it. Absolutely nothing. You you proved that. You proved just that. Hey, but hey, moving forward, um, you know, uh, King of the Court does not end here. Um, we got we got an exciting matchup on September seventh. Um, three guys that we've already seen. Um, we got Uncle Scoop, who was really formidable in um, the the Dion Wright, um, Ty Glover, uh, King of the Court. But then we get the away to rematch. Ooh. I saw as he got. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for this one. Need it. Who do you think? Um, do you think ISO is gonna 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 avenge it and get it back? I'm an ISO believer now, bro. But then Hezzy comes with that. Hezzy comes with that mental game, like 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 they were saying yesterday. Nitty was saying that yesterday. It's a mental game, bro. This this one on one. ISO was saying it. ISO was like, bro, this is a mental game. Like you got to come out here. Or no, it was Clam God. My bad, Clam God that said that, bro. This is a mental game. And Hezzy, he's coming at heads. He's gonna get in your mental. He's gonna talk that talk, and then he's gonna try and put the. He's putting his foot over the uh, check like he's King Kong. Bro, I don't know. It's gonna be a battle. I can't even say who's gonna win. Honestly. You know what? I feel like uh, it's gonna come down to a few factors. You know, we talked about the controversial calls last time. Right. Um, shout out to Hezzy also, uh, Venice League. Uh, Championship game MVP this weekend as well. Didn't mention He's that. always hooping. He never, he never, he never stops. He left the last one v one because he had a go hoop. Exactly. So this is this is what I'm saying. Um, also, uh, the next the next ones are set to take place at Open Gym Premier in Anaheim. So if you're in the if you're in the area, come through, show love, and I mean watch it live. It's a way different experience when you're there right in front of them. You can hear everything, all the trash talking. You know what? But it's hard to beat somebody twice. It's hard to beat the same guy twice, especially in that close game. I think it was 13 to 10, the 13 to 11. And, and it was the game some skeptical and calls. There was some skeptical calls, too. Exactly. So, um, like, I, I think that ISO, he seems like a methodical guy that's going to go watch film and see what he did wrong. And I think he's going to figure it out. Now, Hezzy has a deep bag, though. So it's not like if he, oh, he's going to go right every time. No. Hezzy has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. But once again, it's hard to beat, especially a good player like Iso twice. So I think that Iso is going to pull out the win. But we always do this. We can't discount Uncle Scoob because Uncle Scoob's going to come in and really compete. And he's going to play hard defense. And he has a really sneaky offensive game as well. Yeah, bro. I'm 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 hyped for this one. I don't know, man. I, I could flip a coin and whoever wins will take the dub. I, I don't know with this one, man. This is gonna be a good one. I'm excited for it, and I'm there live front row. We're back, Damo. Yeah, and I also just a side note, like there's even more beef in this in this uh uh King of the Court. Hezzy and Scoob also have history and Scoob actually last time they played he got the best of Hezzy so Hezzy's out for heads on both ends it's like a it's like a three-way triangle uh everybody's going at each other's necks so this one's probably going to be the most 
the most intense one we've had. Yes, the the most the most the most intense we've had had, <laughs> had yet. So I'm really excited. Right. All right. So before we leave, we got our last segment. Uh, we're gonna open the floor up for questions. Anybody in the chat that has questions for Isaac and I? Hit us with the questions. <clears throat> you want to take that? Hey, I was talking about the Lakers today. Not a good look. <laughs> not a good look, man. The Lakers, the whole Lakers deal right now is not it. And me and Damo were talking about it in the last episode. Like Damo said it himself, he's a diehard Lakers fan. We don't believe, man. We don't believe. I think this move puts us in the playoffs. That's about it. And when you're in Lakerland, uh, for people who don't know, we're talking about the Lakers just traded Pat Beverly for Pat Beverly. They traded THT and Stanley Johnson to the Utah Jazz for Pat Bed. Um, I think it's a good locker room move. I think uh, we we up our defensive uh, profile with this one. Um, but Pat Bev's 34. We already we're, got a bunch still, of old heads, man. We, we, the we're old still heads. one of the oldest teams in the league. And we have some unproven guys that are younger. Austin Reeves hopefully steps up. I like we don't have a real we don't have a real like reliable defensive interior guy. And you want to talk about Russell Westbrook too? That's a big question mark. Is he gonna is he gonna conform and fit in, or is he gonna still try to be triple double Westbrook? Because that's not gonna work here. You know what I mean? So I I think it makes the team better, but it 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 doesn't make it doesn't put us in championship contention in my opinion. That's fair. Next question. Mm. You know what? Uh, I like how you put that in uh, in quotes because uh, there's no moves made. Two trade requests from Kyrie and Kevin Durant, respectively. Now they all have to go back and make it work. And I think it's going to be volatile at first, especially with the question mark with Ben Simmons. But if they somehow figure it out, it's going to be scary. It's gonna be really. Yeah, they do have scary. the they have they have the pieces to be to do what they need to yeah. do. But man, yeah. I don't know other teams out there that I don't think they can mess with Golden State Warriors. They, I, I, they have a lot of offense. They but they have some. Um, you know, uh, Kessler uh, Kessler Edwards, who Pepperdine Etiwanda alum, long wing bro. I think if he emerges as a defensive stopper. And with all their offense, I think that they could be really good in the East. Um, but it's all about um, it's all about getting that chemistry together. And if Ben Simmons plays anything like his best self, I think they can end up in the finals. But there's a lot of what ifs right now. So I, I'm not, I'm not stamping them, but it's going to be a high high risk, high reward, feast or famine type of thing. They're either going to be really good or they're going to be really bad. If he's getting some jumpers up right now, if he's working on that on that Jimmy, it could be scary. It could be scary. Man, I seen him, JaVel McGee. I seen all of them hit 20 jumpers in a row in a workout. That that don't mean nothing to me. Fair. It's all mental. It's mental, bro. It's all yeah. mental. Anybody yeah. else? Next question. Any questions? Oh, I guess that's it. Uh, well, with that being said, uh, first and foremost, 
you guys see us wearing our nice Balls Life gear right here. If if you like what you see, make sure you head to BallsLife.com to get your merch. All right. And one last time, uh, you're watching this. You're watching this cast. Click the start to follow. Make sure to share this broadcast and click the diamond to drop props to support the culture. Um, we really appreciate you guys. This was Street Ball episode six. I'm your co-host Dom. I'm Isaac. And we out.